Everybody, welcome to another episode of Sipping and Tripping. How you doing? How you doing, my baby? I'm doing all right. Life has been up and life has been down. It's been upside down. Life is turning me inside out, round and round. Okay, it gave me the spirit. This week has gave me the spirit of Diana Ross. I didn't even know I was gonna have a spirit of Diana Ross. I didn't know I was gonna be upside down. You're turning me, giving me whatever. When I tell you guys, I have had a trying week. I have had arguments and issues with friends, with y'all don't be all my goddamn business, okay? Don't be all my business and asking me all this stuff. But let's just say I've had arguments with several people and in different individual groups and there's some people who I should have cussed the fuck out that I ain't did yet, but I'm gonna wait. Well, I'm gonna wait. Because you can't cuss everybody out when they want you to cuss them out. So I'm, I'm gonna wait for that. Um, but I had to make me a drink tonight. It's called the Midnight Train of Georgia. Because it's smooth. It is choo-choo. How you doing? It's it's really delicious. It's actually some gin. Um, mind y'all business. It's good. No, okay, so it's some Snoop Dogg's gin. They're not paying me no money, so y'all can look it up and find out what the name of the Indigo yourself and figure that out. Indigo. Indigo. But they're not paying me no money to talk about this, so I can say it no more. It's a strawberry-flavored gin. I'm drinking it topped off with some um, lime Canada Dry Tonic. I'm trying to get them to sponsor me. How you doing? Canada Dry. And it has a little splash of some watermelon um, situations. Okay, I ain't even got a whole drink now. But it's really tasty. The watermelon tastes like Jolly Rancher, so it's like the aftertaste like, like that. It's really, really, really good. I like it. I love it. And I want some more of it. Guys, okay. Before we get up into the tea, I tell you guys, I had kind of left like my little hobby alone. Y'all know I like making stuff and making my own projects. Like y'all know, I like making my little shot holder. It's like a paddle. You can paddle somebody and whoop 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 like that. But you can also like serve your friends like some shots and everything. Well, I made a new one, y'all. It's board steel, but it's shorter. You can like put it on a wall. It has a wider situation. It's just as hard. It's just the same thickness too. I don't want to be lying to y'all. It's the same thickness. Sure is. So same thickness. It's just a different kind of paddle. I have a new tray. I call it um, Star Wars. It gives you like really galaxy teas and it's beautiful. I love it. Um, I finally finished this jar, y'all. See my little jar with my little jar holder. That's a coaster, but it's my jar holder. Like a little jar in there. You can put whatever you want to put in there. You can stash, wink, wink, things in there. And, you know, it seals them in there. Wink, wink. And you don't smell anything coming out of them. Um, y'all know we do Fresh Music Fridays. Now I already announced my coaster, Fresh Music Fridays. Y'all know it's going to be EJ. EJ. And he has his own coaster for Fresh Music Friday. He has like his face on it. He can look at himself and he can admire himself. And, you know, he can really love himself, you know. You know. I probably won't look at that coaster no more. Um, 
put a cup on top of it. But I want to tell you guys, I want to have like a little quick chick chat. I'm sorry I have an audience. They're a little loud and a little rude. I'm so sorry. sorry. They're bottoms. Um, she tried your mom. <laughs> my mom watching the show, so she's going to hear you. So I'm going to tell you guys um, something. Um, lately, I've been dealing with forgiveness. It's been like my thing here lately. Like, how do you forgive someone? How do you get past certain things? When does the anxiety of whatever the situation was go away? The nervousness of it happening again? All of that. And I've been trying to deal with forgiveness. And that's been like my task for the past couple of weeks. Is that I've, I've chose to move on. I chose to forgive. But how do I let it go and truly forget? The forgive part is easy for me. I can forgive, but how do I forget? How do I get back to where you trust the person and you're having an open, honest conversation? So I'm trying to understand that. I'm trying to get that in my head. That has been my task for the week. And normally I have answers for y'all, but like I feel like this is one of the days I'm asking y'all to come help me with this. Like, how do we forgive and forget? How do you genuinely, like, I'm a very blunt person and I let people know how I feel when I feel it. And I come from a place of love, of my heart, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like I will allow people to hurt me. And when they hurt me, like, they don't just get, like, a little butter knife and give me, like, a little paper cut. I allow people to stab me in the chest, child. They don't even come from the back no more. They come from, I got so many knives in my back. Ain't no room for no knives in the front, for the back no more. They just come right to the back, um, to the chest. So it's like, I'm learning how to forgive and forget. Now, I, I know that my forgiveness isn't for everybody. Like, there's this um, bottom barrel bitch who I never forgive. I never fuck with again because she's scum of the earth and she's toxic. She's trash. She's not even a she. I'm just calling her a she because society act like they don't like women for whatever reason. But I'm sorry, women. I shouldn't even call that trash a she. It. That's an it. Like, you know, like not the it that, that lives in the sewers because he probably looks better than that it. Ooh, you precious. This is like the it in the sewers of the sewers. And this is and I'm like I am working on forgiveness and everything like that, but I need this person to work on acceptance. Accept where you are in life, accept where you're going in life, and accept where you're not gonna go. And buy that bus ticket and ride. I didn't even want to get on here and read you, Miss Girl, today, but I feel like this is the cosmics telling me to get you together. But I don't even want to. I know over the weekend. Speaking of forgiveness, um, I was supposed to go somewhere over the weekend to go support somebody. Do they do something? Well, that ended up not happening. The night didn't go as planned, but I ended up somewhere else. And I'm going to tell you all something. God has a sense of humor. He will take you from a situation to put you where you, not where you want to be, but where you need to be in that moment. So had I been where I, I wanted to be, this moment would have never happened. So I'm out and about, and someone who has spoke negatively about me, and they were starting lies, child. And lies and gay rumors, as we call it. They were starting lies on me, child, and just, just bored. They were bored, and they weren't happy with themselves. And I seen them. So my first thing was, I'm going to put my hair in a ponytail. Oh, bitch, I was dead and done, okay? I put my hair in a ponytail because my wig better not come off. And I'm about to snatch somebody up up in here tonight. Like, I asked my friend, like, girl, can you bail me out? You know, when you ask for the bail, you know, you know you're about to go to the jail. Because, baby, I'm looking around like all these chairs. Going across his head. He did something I wasn't expecting, y'all. Y'all know what he did? 
he came and he apologized to me. And I'm a bitch. I said, well, well what are you apologizing for? Give me details. And he went down the list. Child, a couple of things I didn't know he did. But he went down the list and he gave me a full genuine apology. And then he goes, well, this was bullcrap. I didn't know that the person was like that. You know, the person who aided and abated him and trying to come up against me. But let me tell you something. The Bible says, touch not my anointed. Don't let the wig and the fake boobs and the hair fool you. You, you, you can't. God will make your enemies your stepping stone. The Bible says he will prepare a table in front of you, for you in front of your enemies. And that day I was sitting at the table drinking my drink. It was prepared. And then my enemies came in. And then he made on my footstool because then you apologize. My stepping stone. Because of the Bible you're reading. And I accepted the apology because I knew it was coming from a genuine place. And I told him, I said, I thought that you were a free thinker. I didn't know that you allow people to manipulate you. I underestimated you. I overestimated you, excuse me. But the person who tried to talk about me with you, let that person know. Well, this is a warning. I'm not the one to play with. I'm not. I ain't that girl. I'm not going to give it too much more attention, too much time, and too much life. Because I'm hoping that she sees the light and she goes with it. I'm hoping that she finds God again. Well, I don't know if she ever had him before. I know she did that a lot of stuff for show. So, uh, Melissa, girl. Get it together. Get it together, girl. Anyway, so we're going to get to some hot topics, y'all. So, Wendy Williams has been in the news. Y'all know that her show is going, and she is now on her show. Y'all know Wendy at home watching the show from the TV, look, looking like, why are they causing a muck in the palace? Giving you very much so Mama D from Love & Hip Hop. By the way, I don't watch Love & Hip Hop no more. I turned off my series record. I... Something in me came up in me, and I said, I don't want to watch that no more. I said, they are just trying to give me... Before, it was like, it seemed like it was natural and organic, and then it started going left, like, okay, kind of contrived. But now I'm just like, I don't care that your baby daddy has a harem, and you one of them, and then he loves you the most, and then you got this glam shop, and then you got a store. I don't care. Like, I don't care, because let's keep it real. If we were to really tell y'all real stories, we're going to talk about some of y'all up in these closets. What about that storyline? Because the storyline y'all gave us about the gay, that was a foolishness. And all the gays y'all keep putting on here are foolishness, which is not a great representation, not only for the black community, for the gay community. And I mean, it's sad. Like, when are we going to get some actual gay artists that's actually doing stuff, that's actually working, that's not for the foolishness? Like, why do y'all got to have eyelashes and nails and be a bad stereotype to the people? I mean, we need some people with some raw talent I mean, I've, I remember watching Tyra, and she had all these rappers that were gay. They just happened to be gay, but they were rappers. And I'm just like, what happened to the talent? Now, I dated some rappers before. Maybe they should audition. I've dated rappers from California, um, rappers from New York. Y'all know I used to date Drake. Y'all know my baby daddy. You know, I date celebrities, you know. I date celebrities. I need the celebrities. I did it only A-listers now. Now, y'all up in... Y'all hometown still trying to get together. I mean, I don't know y'all because I'm date celebrities, okay? Y'all know me and Drake have a love affair. Drake got me pregnant eight times. And I ain't got no kids. What would I tell y'all? Eight times. Oh my gosh, Drake was he's so amazing. But anyway, fast forward Wendy Williams. Back on the show. Why she watching on the show. We're waiting on Wendy to come back. And guess what happened, y'all? This week we have a guest co-host. It's Sherry Shepard. 
And I said, oh, Sherry's going to be the one who will give us a good show. So, you know, Sherry Shepard, she's seasoned. She's coming in. She's funny. She's witty because she's, she's, you know, she's a comic. And she's an actress. She does talk shows. She you know what she's doing. She's in the right situation. So, Sherry's in here, girl, giving what the girls need to be missing. She's not Wendy. Now, let me tell you something. Okay, no bitch put on the shoes that Wendy Williams put on. When Wendy put on her shoes on her bad day, she gives a show that some of these girls wishes and hopes that they could give. I mean, let me tell you, the Wendy Williams show is designed for Wendy Williams. Now, Sherry can't fit these shoes, but she walking around the house in her mama t-shirt and her high heels, and she doing all right. And the ratings have went up from last week. The ratings were through the floor. They're actually going up, looks like. So am I doing good? Now, my Sherry, they only get Sherry a week. So her last day will be on Friday. Then we're going to get Michael Rappaport for a couple of days. Um, Bill, Bill Bellamy for a couple of days. And then we're going to get, y'all ready for this one? Are y'all ready? They're going to give us a few days of Jerry Springer and Steve Wilkos. I said it. I said it. I said it. We're going to have Jerry on daytime TV again. Now, Jerry, I don't know how good you are with Hot Topics, but one thing I know Jerry is good with is getting a what? A job. Before Jerry Springer, baby. Y'all know he was the mayor of Cincinnati or somewhere. I might be lying. Y'all look that up. So I'm excited to see Jerry Springer on there. I know it's not going to be the show we want, but could we just have Jerry do all X Jerry's instead? Like, I only want to do Hot Topics that week. I don't. Steve Wilkos, you just, I don't know, you just find something. You throw a chair somewhere or somebody. I don't know what you do. Well, with the ratings are going up, Wendy, we miss you. We need you back on TV. You are that girl. You will forever be that girl. You are an icon. You are a legend. You're not a moment. You are the moment. Come back. But if y'all don't want her, baby, I'll come. I'm ready to work. And I work for half of what she made. That's that's still a coin. <laughs> baby, a, co a, a tenth of that is a coin. But I want half. <laughs> so Will Smook, Will Smook, Will Smith has a book coming out and it's an autobiographical book and in the book he details about the thoughts he had about killing his father to avenge his mother i guess his father cheated on his mother and um abused her and he said he he, he thought about killing his father let me tell y'all something now if a mother she got two kids in the house and you whooping on her tail you have a son you have a daughter that daughter it's always the daddy's girl. I don't know what it is about them. It's daddy's girl. Now, she might jump in that buck with that boy, that son. You can be putting your hands on his mama too much longer. You're not. He will take you off of his mama. Will Smith, daddy, better be glad his son to take him off of his mama. Because, baby, you would have met. <laughs> I was in a certain situation like that in my life to where um, I was younger. And my mom was in an abusive relationship. And... I remember I told my mom, I remember my mom told me, she's like, if this ever happens again, you run out and you go tell. Well, baby, the man she was running with, girl, he was ignorant. I was so scared. I was so frozen. I felt like I had so much weight on me to get up and leave. And I felt like I was just stuck. Girl, that motherfucker got us in the car and took us to the police station his damn self. He said, go in there and tell on me. I don't give a fuck. He was ignorant. Ignorant. <laughs> I said all that to say, um, abuse and domestic abuse is a horrible thing. Um, there are resources. There are ways out. Nobody is worth a black eye. Don't let the cycle of abuse keep you up in that situation. You beat your ass, fuck you up, and then he buying you flowers and candies and 
uh, Louis Vuitton purse from Canal Street. It ain't real, girl. It came from Canal Street. But good dick bitch, you do some things. I know it. Um, okay, I'm not gonna go there yet. Y'all hold on, okay? I'm not gonna go there yet. Um, this this is fresh news right here. Just came out two hours ago. Tory Lane gets no plea deal and is making the stallion case. So I guess he tried to strike a plea deal with the state for his felony assault case, and which he is alleged to have shot making the stallion on her foot last year. He's not getting a plea date. His trial is set for December 21st, and prosecutors are refusing to allow him to try and negotiate with them in efforts to avoid jail time. So pretty much they're saying that they want jail time. They want his ass in jail. Now, y'all keep talking about this girl feet and how ugly they is, but y'all forget, she, she allegedly she was shot in the feet. And like, I just want to, I mean, everybody made jokes and laugh about it. You know, I didn't think it was funny. Because he could have really hit an artery, a vein. Like, it could some serious things could happen to her. So we just glad Megan's okay. We're glad she got right. But Tori, you just a bitch. And speaking of a bitch, we gotta think about that. The biggest bitch of all, the big nastiest, ugliest bitch. You ever saw a bitch who learned cockroaches? And I ain't talking about uh, Melissa from the beginning of the show. I'm talking about this other bitch. They look just alike. That, I'm talking about Boosie. Boosie badass. I am so sick of Boosie. He gets so mad and wants to... He gets so mad because nobody believes in the narrative he believes in. Like, I'm sorry, Boosie girl. There ain't nobody worried about what you got going on about you and this homos homophobic thing is going on. This is my thing right here. She just come in and start talking to her in the middle of a show. <laughs> we just going to have a talk. So uh, we welcome another audience member to the show. So anyway, um, Boosie is mad because the Breakfast Club had none other than VTS Madison on the Breakfast Club this week. And she called out Boosie on her own accord. She said, Boosie, come here, girl. And she chose to read Boosie on national radio. And Boosie heard it. He didn't even come back at TS Madison like he thought he could. He was really so much coming at the Breakfast Club and Charlemagne. And um, DJ Envy, where was you at? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he tried to come at Charlemagne uh, talking about Charlemagne is... Hold on. I'm going to tell y'all what he said. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to give y'all like a fact what he was saying because this, this is some pussy-ass shit right here. He said, All right, it's interesting how much things can change in 24 hours when Boosie is involved. So, definitely. Mm, he said, okay, he said, they still got my name in their mouth about that gay shit. Ask Charlemagne to God, you part of the problem. You keep these people on your show with this, bro. You using your platform to support Little Eyes, Little Nas, Little Nas X and his antics. I see what side you on. He put a rainbow, so I said, you, you know, you're on the gay side. He said, fuck all, all y'all kids, dummy. So, shot, I'm going to tell you what he said. He said, fuck all your kids. When Little Nas X on Breakfast Club, they asked him, well, what about, you? do you think with the antics you're doing on social media affect the children? Yeah, da, da, da. He said, fuck them kids. And he started laughing. And he said, no, I'm joking. However, you have children. You raise your children. It's not my job to raise your children. I do my job. He said, and I'm going to go a little step further. People are make people make pornos every goddamn day of the day. Hugh Hefner, we knew who Hefner was, but were we allowed to watch the Playboy channel? No, we were not. We had to wait 
to our parents when at home and watching a zero. Okay. To see some titties and some, and, and, and some man's butts. Because they ain't show too much of the dick. You know, we, 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 we were trying to look. They weren't showing it, okay? But, you know, it wasn't Playboy's job to raise us and to say, well, you have to put in your ID number every time. Hold on, I'm going to give y'all no ideas. The next generation, I'm sorry, I'm going to give no ideas. But ain't no more Playboy channel, but still. Yeah, no ideas. But it's not little Nas X job to raise us. It wasn't Lil Kim's job to raise us. When she was out there talking about sucking and goping dick and fucking niggas like a like niggas with fucking bitches. It wasn't the rapper, the male rappers to raise us. They talking about selling drugs and shooting and doing that. It's what you do as a parent. If you think what Lil Nas X does is not acceptable in your household, but then don't have him on in your household. Period. Point blank. Don't do it. Bootsy, you chose to have a grown woman come into your house and give your son oral sex and have sex with your son. You chose to let your 13-year-old son have sex with a grown woman who was well off into her 20s, maybe even her 30s, have sex with your son because you wanted his first time because you didn't want him to be gay. You wanted him to man up because you felt like he was going to be soft. So you had horse, you paid for horse to get on top of your son and mount him and fuck him. Now that's what you did. Bitch. So, so you leave Lil Nas X name out your mouth because you want to talk about parenting. Lil Nas probably can parent to your kids a lot better than you can parent your kids, you nasty, funky roach. And take your double dabber with you, bitch. Okay, we gotta move on. Here's some lighter notes. I just don't like, I don't, I don't like Bootsy. But I do thank him for giving me the correct spelling of independent. I N D E P E N, whatever. I don't even know spell no more. I got my old house. Okay. I like that song still. See, I can't be canceling people because a song, except for I did go on like a 10-year cancellation of Busta Rhymes. I can't sing for 10 years. And baby, every time, baby, if you give it to me, I turn. The other song he had with Jenna Jack, turn. I only like two songs from Busta. I can listen to neither one of them because he did the same homophobic shit. A gay, a gay fan of his tried to ask him for autograph. He said, get your faggot ass out of my face. I don't do that. And I never put both the rhymes the same way. I just started listening to his songs here recently because I want to hear Mariah. I will climb a mountain high until I reach and touch the sky. So Mar- Mariah wasn't playing. Y'all might play. Miss Mariah was not playing. She said, she going to give you that. I'm across the... She said, she said I'm going to give you Gina Jackson on here too, bitch. I can whisper too. She said, Gina might have made a career, but I can whisper too. I'm, I can go up like this and I'm going to go down like this. Now I'm gonna give you a little piece of that. Hey Mariah. You know who I want a piece of Mariah, your ex-husband. Nick Cannon. I know y'all probably heard me talk about this 20 times on this show. But I just really want a piece of Nick Cannon. I still do. And I don't understand why. I want Nick Cannon to touch my private parts. <laughs> and it'll be in between my legs and in my butt. I really do. Now, we all don't watch this talk show. We got something to comment because nobody watches talk show because the ratings are failing over there at that one o'clock time slot. Nobody gives a damn. It, it, it just look, Nick Cannon. Let me tell you something. It doesn't seem genuine. It doesn't seem real. It's not. The, it's not giving us the fantasy girl. You you come on a runway. We're giving you zeros. You're getting chopped. Bam. You're out. You need to be authentic. The person you're trying to be is not who you are. If you come out there and you be transparent, you give them Nick Cannon. That's going to sell. That's why you have wallet out for all these years because it's genuinely who you are. That's why you're able to do certain things because it's who you are. This talk show persona you're trying to be, baby, you're not Jerry. You're not Maury. You're not Steve. You're not Montel. You're not 
the other guy, Corrado, you need to be Nick. And whoever Nick is, it ain't that. Now, if you want me to give you some head and help you think about it, I got you. I I, I mean, I, I get in your head and help you think about it while I give you head. I'm going to help you, though. But anyway, Nick, I just want to tell you that um, I think Nick Cannon would like, I think we would have a beautiful throw, baby. I do. But are you guys watching this new show? It comes on ABC. It's called Queens. Now, I think I told y'all about this. It's starring some girl I don't know. But she kind of favors Sofia Vergara. Brandy, Eve, and Notori from 3LW from Power. Tasha. Tasha from Power. Some of y'all might not know Notori from 3LW, but y'all know Tasha from Power. Well, they're like a rap group from the 90s that had came back around and... They're like, got like their time and fame again. Well, baby, everybody's talking about this rap battle that Brandy had with Eve. They said, baby, Brandy went bar to bar with Eve. I'm like, well, did y'all forget? Brandy is a rapper. I mean, y'all didn't listen to the track. I did. Timberland did make her a whole couple songs when she was rapping, but her mama told her to get that shit up. And y'all did, because y'all wouldn't support it. So she had to go back to singing. But, baby, I, she had a song out. You go to Timberland's Shack Volume 2, I believe. It's called, maybe one. It's Shack Timberland. Look him up. It's called Meet in the Middle. And Brandy said, I told you once, I told you twice, and now my shoulder's cold like a block of ice. You play me dirty, boy. You, y'all listen to it. She, she went in. She said, nigga, I've been in the middle. I've been giving you more than a little. You had the ball, now you double dribble. I guess love is a riddle. She was singing in the two. Oh, baby. Brand, I wouldn't play it for y'all right now, but child. Timberland, you like his coins, and I ain't got no coins to give him. It's a good song. Brandy raps. Brandy is a rapper. She can rap. But I just like her just being a vocal Bible. Like, just sing, Brandy. Like, when Brandy just sings some stuff, she just be getting me together. She just, have you ever loved somebody so much it makes you cry? Have you ever needed? Oh, that was actually wrote by Diane Warren. So thank you, Diane Warren, for writing that. Because her pen is legendary. Her pen has, like, Jesus dust on it, okay? Because, baby, mama writes you a song. It's going to go right to number one. So, but Brandy had the vocals to wake that song up. Diane Warren said, wake these hoes up. Brandy said, have you ever been love? I love when Brandy said, she started looking around like, she, when we all see you, I don't know if she's looking around trying to see, where you hoes at? Y'all still ain't made it? Oh, okay. Y'all forget Brandy was that girl in the 90s. She had all kind of, kind of competition in her ankles. And she wasn't worried. She had Aaliyah. Britney Spears was coming up. She had Monica. Hell, Monica had jumped on by the ankles, did a song with her. And that was a, both of their big, well, her biggest, well, both of their biggest songs, shit. They had Grammys for it and shit, but guess what? Brandy was that girl. She was a black Barbie now. She was a black Cinderella. She did three movies while shooting the show in one summer. Did y'all not forget this? I know what you did last summer. Double platinum. And, um... Cinderella, all in one summer while filming a hit talk show, while making an album, Never Say Never. Girl, you better come on Brandy Time. She did a movie with Diana Ross, baby, and stole the show. Brandy's that girl. She's always and forever will be that girl. Now, Brandy, I love you. I have no bad critiques for you. I don't. <laughs> I love Brandy. Like, don't y'all love Brandy over here in the audience? <laughs> Only a hating asshole would say no. But speaking of movies and music, Holly Berry's new movie called Bruise is coming out. She's playing like a boxer, I think. Well, 
It will feature an all-female hip-hop soundtrack. And just let you guys know a couple names. We got her. We have... I don't know who she is. We have Cardi B. Um, We got the City Girls. <laughs> Cardi B. So it's, it's going to be a good soundtrack. Now, mind you, we haven't got a Sickman soundtrack since Waiting to Exhale. And, ba- and Kenny Babyface Edmonds did all of that. So we haven't got a Sickman soundtrack since then. So I'm hoping that this soundtrack for Bruce holds up. I know it's a lot of pressure I just gave him. But if it's whack, oh, we're going to come over here on this show and we're going to read these bitches. But another movie that we're all waiting for, we didn't know we was waiting for this for like 20 years, but we're waiting on it, is Sister Act 3. We're going back to the covet. Yes, we are. Sister Mary Clarence is coming back to get these girls together. I love it. I love it. I love it. I will follow he. Follow he wherever he may. She wrote that for me because I'm following my man. Okay? I'm going to follow him. <laughs> follow him. He goes to a bathroom. I'm not the little puppy at the door. You done yet? <laughs> Wait. I'm going to follow he. Well, Tyler Perry is um, executive producing and help write the Sister Act 3. And I'm nervous. But we know Whoopi Goldberg ain't going to be in no bullshit. So, I'm hoping that it's good, y'all. Oh, we got to stay prayed up about this because this is scary. Um, I, I don't know who this girl is like that, but Jojo Swila. Swaya, Siwa, Siwa, oh like, oh like, okay, so Jojo Siwa and her girlfriend Kylie Prue had broke up after one year, Jojo said it was the right person at the wrong time, baby, when you are a multi-millionaire and you got rich for yelling and screaming, when is the right time gonna be, cause as long as these little kids watching you still and they think you six like them, cashing on your coins, love is later, you too young for love girl, get to make your money, find love when you're 30. I'm going to tell you, get your money, make your money. I'm going to tell you, these people, they get out here and they get these good old jobs and they start dating. Now they want to fall in love. They don't want to go to work no more. And then when you find out the motherfucker that cheated you, played you, used you, and abused you, we don't want to watch you on YouTube no more. We don't care that you got an icy machine in your house. We don't care about your two bedrooms. We don't care about your toss-up rap. Bitch, we we had to start watching the new show. The new show is on the kids watch. What is it called? You know, y'all don't have no kids. Y'all watch it. Y'all, you know what it is? Some little cartoon show. The kids be watching going Cuckoo crazy. Melon. Cuckoo, Cuckoo Melon. Melon. There you go. Cuckoo Melon. I watched it for the first time this day ago. I'm like, this is what the kids are going crazy about? Baby, it's voodoo in that shit. <laughs> Turn your kids on Sesame Street. Sesame Street never did this to us. Turn them on Big Bird and Barney. This, this is too much. I can't do it. Um, uh, who else we want to talk about? Nick, Nick Lachey, we want to talk about you. I said your name, I guess. Uh-huh. So Nick Lachey has came out and said that he's never read his ex-wife Jessica Simpson's memoir. That's how white people talk. Memoir. Her tell-all book, bitch. He ain't never read it. He said he know what the truth is. He know what happened. He know what didn't happen. And he ain't got no use to read it. Well, guess what, Nick Lachey? I didn't read it either. But I will say, I feel like I want to sue you guys for fraud. Because we thought y'all was the happiest couple. When she said, I can let my hair down. I have to say anything crazy. I know you catch me right before. Well, he wasn't catching your ass, now was he? We thought the shit was cute when she thought that buffaloes had wings. Chickens were in the sea. Girl, they made some coin. They had a Popeye's commercial. 
Pizza Hut commercial for Buffalo Wings. She was the spokesperson for Chicken in the Sea. They was making coin dollars, and she's still making money. Nick, what you doing? You might want to read that book and write your own book. Let's talk about her book. Because he was like, that's a fine man right there. Nick Lachey, he's a fine man, but... Ooh, mm. You and Mario Lopez, if y'all came out with like a porno tape, it would break the internet. I'm just saying, you know. Baby, go on OnlyFans. You're getting all my OnlyFans coin. <laughs> Which I might put my check on that. Okay. I probably wouldn't. I'd probably wait till somebody posted it on, on Instagram or Twitter. On Twitter and I watch it that way for free. My man raised no fool. But speaking of a, a fool, Cynthia Bailey is in the media because allegedly her new husband, Mike Hill, was sending out his private parts to another woman and cheating on him. Now, you guys probably like, well, who? okay, who's Mike Hill? What's he going on? Mike Hill works for Sports Center. We know sports shows, y'all. We don't watch sports over here. We don't know what the channel the sports is. Whatever channel the sports come ESPN. on, ESPN. We don't watch that stuff. We don't, we don't care about that. We don't have to see the men with their outfits on, running up and down the court. But we don't go and turn it on to watch it. We happen to be somewhere and if I watch it, we got to act like we know something. Like, oh, yeah, baby, I love the football. Yeah. Oh, did he get the goal yet? Oh, he hit the free throw line. Football is so amazing. Oh my God. Girl, we don't care about this shit. We watch it to look at men and find us a husband, okay? Ladies, you watch the sports to find you a husband. Men don't want to talk about sports all the time. But anyway, so Mike Hill is a commentator for the sports channel. He met Cynthia Bailey. They fell in love. He's been married two times before. All his marriages, he was a cheater. He's very open about that. He said, Cynthia said, well, what is it about me that is going to make you not cheat this time around? He said, oh, because you're the one for me, and this is right, da 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 Baby, he's been doing like his birthday his whole life. What makes you think he's going to stop doing like his birthday because he loves you? Automatically, he's going to stop being a whore? No, he's going to turn you into a whore. He's going to turn you into a whore. You're going to be a whore with him before he not be a whore, okay? Sorry, Cynthia. Well, allegedly, he was sitting on his penis, and... The, the people were not shocked about him sending his penis out. What they were shocked about was that the size of his penis. They said it was um, not enough penis for her to have been so strong and thirsty over him. They said she was a woman of a particular age. Storyline. Maybe it wasn't that good. And I said, well, you know what? Maybe if, the, if it really is his penis, he said it's not his penis. But if it is his penis, maybe he go with his mouth. Maybe he eat the butt. Maybe he do the two finger tornado. We don't know what he's doing over there. You trying to figure out what a two finger tornado is now, ain't you? He might have it. He might know this from Karma Sutra stuff. Bitch, that'll get you. He might do be doing the, the the dip and the spin. Well, guess what? He said it's not him. She said she saw the picture. She said it's not his penis. And it is what it is. So if it's not him, it ain't him. But I want to see the penis. I've been on Twitter looking hard. I said, well, if it ain't his penis, how come we can't see it no more? I'm looking again for us. Anyway, let's move on. Because I don't want to talk about no little penis. We talked about that at the top of the show. People with little penis energy. We ain't got time to keep talking about that kind of shenanigan. We don't keep giving my list of no life. You know? Who else we going to talk about? I mean, are, are we, is, this, is this considered gossiping right now? I guess so. It's not gossiping you said true. All right, come on, audience, speaking out of line. Wow. Um, 
I'm trying to see y'all what else is entertaining. Oh, have you guys heard about the Howard University scandal? Now, I don't like talking about the black um, SBUs. Yeah. HBCs. HBCs. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. This cocktail got me going, girl. I got the, this drink right here is the um, Harriet Tubman. Because, bitch, I'm running away with my thoughts. So, allegedly, there's a dorm, house dorm, that is like, girl, they say it got roaches. It got rats, allegedly. They say it's like falling apart. Ain't nothing working. It got leaks. They say it's toe up. And they said, why is it so toe up? And Howard said, girl, if you want all your coins, take your ass to bed. So they have been doing uh, protests and campaigns on the housing. And now we got people who are coming saying, oh, let's get for one of HBO, HBO, what you get, what you get, what you get. Well, no, we're going to support our black colleges still, okay? We just need to take some of the funds that we get every year and fix the housing for these kids so they can come on and be our doctors, our lawyers, our school teachers, because guess what? We need more black people getting into these businesses and traits because a black person is going to, we need more black doctors, y'all. Because a black doctor is going to really do what you got to do. Y'all see, when women go to the hospital, black women go to the hospital, they don't even get treated the right way. Women go every year. They leave the hospital in mercy room, and they go home and have heart attacks, strokes, and die. This is real life. We need more black doctors to do it because I'm going to tell you something about these nurses. Some of these nurses, they just ready to get off work because they're overtired. they tired. They ain't got time to care about every single person. They, they want to sleep. They want to go home and not cook. But they don't be cooking. You know, I never saw a nurse cook. Y'all saw a nurse cook? I don't even know how to cook. But they know how to um, make an IV. Damn. Nope. Y'all probably saying, why he talking about nurses? I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse. I have a friend who's in the audience who's a nurse, y'all. I'm, 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 I'm shading him. I'm not shading y'all. I'm shading him. I love nurses. I love all my nurses. And I thank y'all for y'all work. Not him now. Because he'll be, he be, he be acting right. Um, an LGBTQ organization has said that they are no longer mad at the baby. They say he's uncanceled. They're only mad at Bootsy Badass with the fat ass who likes it in his ass. Um, and, and, oh, and actually, they, not, not, they said they, they was misquoted. They said they is mad still. Guess we can, who, can we pick when we going to stay mad or not? Are we mad or are we happy? What, which one is it? Anyway, well, the baby, y'all remember when he was on the stage and he was talking about people in the parking lot sucking dick and he was talking about his fans don't have the HIV, they don't have the AIDS and, you know, about his fans not being those kind of gays pretty much. Well, Roland Lau had canceled him. Everybody had canceled him. That's why he got canceled. Well, now he's doing a concert tour sponsored by Roland Lau. So, like, things are coming back for him. He's making some more shows. He said he apologized. He wasn't talking about his fans because his fans aren't dirty. His fans don't do dirty stuff like that. And then he had to be educated. And once he got his education, I think he understood. But, you know, you give up. I don't want to go too far. I don't want to go further than this. I want to stop right there. I want to stop right there. I don't want to go no further because I would really read her. Because I just feel like the ones, the wagon with the most noise got the least in it. Think about that. This has been another episode of Sipping and Tripping with your host, Martel. I am here now, tomorrow, and forevermore. Now, you guys remember, on the third Friday this month, we'll be having Freestyle Fridays with my, not guest, but my co-host, EJ, who will be here for Freestyle Fridays. We're working on a sickening show for Freestyle Fridays. We're gonna, I don't even know how we did the first show, because it was like such a blur. 
we gotta really get it together for this next show. Really on topic. I think it was a good show, wasn't it? It was a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thank you guys all for tuning in tonight. Hello, hello, hello to everybody who's in the live chat, who's watching. I'll be trying to look at the live chat so much, y'all, because y'all be asking me questions, y'all be gossiping and stuff. Y'all be talking about shit, and I'll be wanting to read. I'll be afraid I gotta talk, okay? I gotta talk. You know, people come hear me talk all around the world. You know what? It's must. It's, I'm, I'm glad people hear me talk all around the world. Like, my voice is, like, heard. I know people who've been talking their whole life, and ain't nobody heard them. That's sad. Ain't nobody never heard you, girl. Ever. My sucks. I didn't have plans on... You know, I'm going to tell you something. I didn't want to get on this show tonight and read this girl, but we started talking about her, and I said, saying... Oh, that's going to be my mind. I'm going to get on this show. I'm going to read her. And that's literally how it happened. Because I don't even be thinking about, like, the Loch Ness Monster like that. Like, who wakes up and thinks about a Loch Ness Monster who's built like a Big Mac? Nobody. I'm dead. I don't do that. Like, you ever took a Big Mac and put it in a bag and shook it up? That's how that person is built. (laughs) So, anyway, my audience is laughing at me now. I love you guys. Next week, the set will be quiet. We love you. Um, we, I will see you guys all next week on Sipping the Trip. And remember, we're working on forgiveness. That's what we're working on. We're working on forgiveness. Y'all got to give me some help, some tips on how I can forgive, okay? And live. Forgive and let live. All right? Thank you guys all for tuning in to another episode of Sipping the Trip. I'm your host, the baddest bitch. I'm Martel. And I'll see you guys all next week at Sipping the Trip. And duh. Bye. Sipping and tripping it, sipping and tripping it, yeah. Sipping and tripping it, sipping and tripping it, yeah. Sipping and tripping, yeah. Sipping and tripping it, yeah. Then you want my shot. Sipping and tripping, sipping and tripping, sipping and tripping it.